You are listening to NYC Radio Live. David Ellenbogen here. Great to be with you. Uh, this is a special low fidelity <laughs> episode. Um, had to turn this around super quick because I'm going to broadcast this live on the radio in about two hours. And I just got off the phone with Dorit Chrysler. And Dorit Chrysler is the head of the New York Theremin Society. And the theremin, if you're, you're familiar with it, actually. You might not know you're familiar with it, but everybody has heard the theremin. It's this magical instrument that you do not touch. It creates an electric field, and the closer your hand comes to it, it alters the pitch, and I think another hand can alter the volume or something like that. Um, it was invented a hundred years ago by Leo Theremin, so it's the centennial, and um, the New York Theremin Society is releasing this really cool compilation that we'll hear some of, and they are playing a concert this Saturday, yeah, my time, <laughs> which will turn out to be February 8th at this um, regular series called The Ambient Church, which not only incorporates uh, music like you'd expect, but projection mapping along the church walls, which if you haven't witnessed that, that's kind of like the next level light show. So... That's going to be super cool. Uh, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, the way you, depending on how you look at it, that event is sold out. But um, this super cool album called uh, Theremin 100 is available on Bandcamp, which incidentally is really the only online platform I'm aware of that is equitable to artists. So if you want to support artists, um, get their album on, on Bandcamp. Anyway, um, we are going to chat on the phone to go with our low-fidelity uh, theme today with Dorit Chrysler. And um, who, as I mentioned, is a musician, a Thurman player, as well as the organizer of the Thurman Society. They're going to have a whole orchestra of Thurmans. It's going to be wild at this event. Um... And uh, before we chat with her, let's check out one track um, from the compilation. We'll, we'll listen to the opening track called Somnabulist, which I think is someone who falls asleep uh, at the drop of a hat. Somnabulist by the American-British artist Christopher Payne. And uh, we'll speak with Dorit and hear some really amazing other recordings from this album. All right, thanks for listening and enjoy. Thank you. 
2020 is the 100th birthday of the ceremony. Uh, so literally the, the birth of electric music as we know it. So uh, this evening, next Saturday on February 8th at the Ambient Church is dedicated to the first female um, electronic music pioneer, namely Clara Rockmore, who mm -hmm. I guess is one of the most noted German virtuosos. So we will have a um, exquisite French feminist that will make his debut in uh, the States uh, performing uh, Clara Rockmore repertoire. And then um, I have the honor of uh, performing a composition that Laurie Spiegel most recently, another female electronic music pioneer, um, she wrote a beautiful composition for Theremin uh, and Piano, and I will premiere that. It's never been heard in the States before as well. And um, and then um, I will also conduct a six-piece uh, ceremony ensemble, and um, it will all be accompanied by the beautiful light mapping that Ambient Church always provides. And um, it's a record release event for um, a compilation of international ceremony artists that the New York Ceremony Society is releasing. We assembled 50 um, artists from 18 countries playing um, original ceremony compositions. Um, so, um, amazing, amazing. Yes, and uh, it's, it's a big surprise because the versatility of the instrument is really something that even people that play the ceremony were surprised by. <laughs> Dab it dabbles in all kinds of styles. Music. Yeah. yeah, maybe is there a track from the, uh, from the compilation we should uh, take a listen to? Um, well, I think um, Gregor's uh, track um, um, is really beautiful called Waves. Um, I would highly recommend that. Okay. There's, also, there's also a very poppy track by um, the radio um, orchestra uh, that Bruce Woolley wrote, who also wrote Video Kills the Radio Star. And it features two British ceremonists. Um, which is a completely, yeah, which is also quite interesting.
Michael Thurman invented this instrument, and and I uh-huh. guess Clara Rockmore brought it uh, to popular consciousness. What what in in terms of the evolution of how the instrument was used, is is there a mm-hmm. clear arc? Yeah. Um, so Leon Thurman invented the Thurman somewhat by accident. He was working on a motion detector alarm system, and uh, he produced these strange sounds when experimenting with this principle of heterodyning. And because he also was a cellist, he had the brilliant idea of using this interface of not touching anything to turn it into a very unusual sound-producing revolutionary music instrument. Um, the, the story of how the theremin developed is, um, is somehow a very painful one because up to today the theremin really never got fully established or utilized in all the range that it offers and that's for many reasons, partly political. Um, it was released shortly before the Great Depression uh, and Black Friday um, by RCA and sold very extensively, but also one of the reasons for it never getting truly established is that it's one of the hardest instruments to play, and mm-hmm. because you literally don't touch anything and have no reference other than your ears, and also it's technically a big challenge um, to function in life situations, which hopefully will um, not make a case next Saturday, but there's, also, <laughs> uh, there's always this unknown factor. When you have more than one ceremony, they interfere with each other. They respond to everything that's in the room from lighting to grounding to um, electromagnetic hearing aid fields. So you never know what is going to happen and how it's going to respond. Um, yeah, and we, we also don't have much repertoire yet for ceremony in contemporary music or it's never been really fully utilized in popular music. So mm-hmm. the New York Theremin Society really is trying to make a case to help, you know, apply the theremin in, in different art disciplines of, of contemporary field. Amazing. And what what was the moment when it really, like, kind of hit popular consciousness uh, in, the, well, in the biggest way? Well, Hollywood gave the theremin a momentum when, um, well, Clara Rockmore was the most prominent theremin virtuoso at mm-hmm. her time, and she went on tour with Paul Robeson, which, at, you know, is such an interesting, progressive combination of cutting-edge mm. musicians at the time, and I wish I could see myself back in time, this would really be the spot, but... Um, then it had um, the most popular voice, but the most widely heard momentum in Hollywood when applied to soundtracks by Bernard Herrmann and Miklos Wilsha. Um, the unique color of the ceremony was applied to, you know, express the voice of madness or the, the color of the unknown and scary when the alien... Sure, UFO, yeah. Yes, exactly. The ma- uh, yeah, when the alien would land and uh, on the planet and would destroy the world, or, or spellbound by um, Hitchcock whenever Gregory Peck has his amnesia spell. Um, 
so it's because it was such a new sound. There's something about music itself, the the essence of music that you've learned through uh, through playing this and and composing for the the theremin. That you know, is is there something that that becomes very clear or or um, huh. that is an interesting question. Well, um, I think. That's why it was interesting to compile different people working with the salmon because everyone really does something very different and um, the compilation is really supposed to showcase that. And um, uh, because the salmon is still unestablished or underutilized, underestimated, that leaves a lot of freedom for people to find their own autonomy and voice of expression. So that really becomes evident. Personally, for me, it is very close related to the singing voice because mm. um, it also literally the theremin is, you know, the when you play the theremin, it's your body that produces the sound, the slight mm. motions of your body. The theremin just provides the static feel of uh, heterodyning that the body enters. So it's really you and... Um, and so that way, I now sing like I play the theremin and I play like I sing. And um, it's a really interesting, strange synergy that happens. But um, a lot of theremin players went in completely different directions. So the beauty is that there's still a lot to discover in the whole field of how to really apply this instrument in composition. Wow. Well, I know you have to run. So uh, is there any other uh, last tracks we should take a listen to from the from the um, collection? Yes. I Perhaps you would like to, um, I would recommend um, maybe a track by uh, Terminal C that applies the bukla, that's um, analog joy and very creative. Mm -hmm. um, Perhaps I would recommend the track of the Japanese old-school Fairman Orchestra. It is um, uh, orchestrated around Masami Takeuchi, who taught over 800 uh, students in Japan. And, wow. Um, he plays, yeah, he really led the Fairman to great popularity in Japan, and he also builds Fairmans and plays very well. He even studied um, uh, Russian and speaks it fluently, and he had a stroke. And um, the recording is especially touching, I think, because he placed the initial melody on the theremin that was recorded before he had his stroke. And then his students continue the harmonies and play around his pre-recording in this very emotional and comforting way. So that's a very touching track, I think, as well.
Thanks, Dorit. Uh, we look forward mm-hmm. to uh, checking out the collection and, and learning more about the New York Theremin Society and hearing your music. And um, think that you No, thank you. Thank you so much out. for having us. Um, yeah. We're very happy that the Theremin finally gets a little bit um, more attention and hope that this centennial, this year of the centennial will really, um, you know, clear a lot of misunderstandings about this instrument because this instrument's curse and blessing is that um, no other instrument can so easily sound so terrible. I also forgot that Herb Deutsch is going to talk about the theremin and its status in composition. Um, so Herbert Deutsch will be mm-hmm. at the uh, at the concert next Saturday. Um, he also wrote some beautiful works for theremins, and as you might know, he is credited with the co-invention of the synthesizer together with Bob Moog. And he will uh, lecture and talk a little bit about the theremin in its history of composition. And, um, you know, we really hope that this whole year of the centennial of the theremin will help the instrument to kind of um, be better understood in its potential and dynamic range. Mm. All right. Well, thank you, Dori. Really looking forward to learning more and hearing more. And thanks for all your efforts. Absolutely. Thank you so much.